The reading, <clears throat> the reading this morning is from Luke 21, verses 5 to 19. Some of his disciples were remarking about how the temple was adorned with beautiful stones and with gifts dedicated to God. But Jesus said, As for what you see here, the time will come when not one stone will be left on another. Every one of them will be thrown down. Teacher, they asked, when will these things happen? And what will be the sign that they're about to take place? He replied, watch out that you're not deceived, for many will come in my name claiming I am he, and the time is near. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and uprisings, do not be frightened. These things must happen first, but the end will not come right away. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, famines, and pestilences in various places, and fearful events and great signs from heaven. But before all this, they will seize you and persecute you, they will hand you over to synagogues and put you in prison, and you will be brought before kings and governors, and all on account of my name. And so you will bear testimony to me. But make up your mind not to worry beforehand how you will defend yourselves, for I will give you words and wisdoms that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. You will be betrayed even by parents, brothers, and sisters, relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death. Everyone will hate you because of me, but not a hair on your head will perish. Stand firm, and you will win life. This is the word of the Lord. Good morning. Uh, during the original period of lockdown in 2010, when we were only allowed out once a day for local exercise, my wife Helen and I discovered our local cemetery in Hanwell, operated by the city of Westminster. Most days we would walk for up to an hour around the cemetery looking at the graves and talking with each other. In June 2020, we even completed the NHS's Couch to 5K app, a nine-week course to get to run, eventually, non-stop for 30 minutes, which we achieved by running around the largely deserted cemetery. What we noticed by visiting the cemetery was that many older graves still received flowers or cards or other tokens many years after they had passed away. We would pass people tidying and, and tending graves, some families holding gatherings at a grave 
whilst others would pay their respects quietly. Flowers would often appear on the person's birthday, and we found it touching to read what was put on the gravestones and on the cards which were left. And slide one is an example of this. No relation to my wife, Albert Henry Goodman, 31st March 1927 to 6th of April 2016, much-loved father, uncle, grandfather and friend, an exceptional man, gifted, kind, funny, supportive and Christian, who inspires us all. Um, Then one grave particularly intrigued me, that of Lieutenant William Ursel. Slide two, please. So it reads, in loving memory of my dear husband, Lieutenant William Ursel, wounded at Combles, September the 9th, 1916, died November the 4th, 1918, aged 24 years. And then the quotations, we just begin and then our work is done, not lost but gone before. Now through my ancestry membership, I discovered that Lieutenant Ursel, after he was wounded at Combles as part of the Battle of the Somme, had returned to West London and in 1917 married in Hammersmith District and in 1918, five months before he died, his wife had given birth to a son. Lieutenant Ursel died of pneumonia in 1918 in Ealing, hence I guess the phrase, we just begin and then our work is done. Later his widow and their son moved down to Hampshire to live next door to his parents and both widow and son died in Bournemouth in the 1980s and 2000s respectively, many, many years later. There is a human story behind every gravestone. In our local cemetery, there are also war memorials, not just for the soldiers who died in the two world wars, but also for those civilians who died in the bombing raids of World War II. And they they are honoured on 11th November, Friday this week, the 11th day of the 11th month and at the 11th hour, the date when World War I ended. Also earlier this month, we noticed a number of the graves had lighted candles or lights placed on them. We have just had All Souls Day on November the 2nd, a day of prayer and remembrance for the departed, and these lights probably reflected this. In my family church in Woking in Surrey, at the end of this month, they are holding an Advent light service, an opportunity to reflect and to remember loved ones. My mum died in January, and we had the funeral service there, so that is why my family received a special invitation from the vicar. Many other churches and charities do something similar, especially at this time of year including St. Mary's Church Ealing next Sunday at 3pm. 
Today is Remembrance Sunday. Today, we specially remember those who have given their lives in battle for our country and for us, and we will shortly have a specific and well-known act of remembrance. Yet all of us have people that we may wish to remember before God at this time of year. And I would invite you to use this act of remembrance to remember them too. Those who have gone before. I would also invite you to use this time to remember those of us who remain. We can remember through the coming two-minute silence. We can also talk about how we feel over a cup of tea or coffee after this service. And if anyone would particularly like prayer this morning, then please come and see myself or Vicar Sam or my wife Helen and we would be happy to pray with you. The Bible passage we had today from Luke 21 tells us not to be frightened when we hear of wars and uprisings or when we are persecuted for our faith for God will give us words and wisdom that no one will be able to resist or contradict. In this Bible passage, Jesus foretold the destruction of the beautiful temple in Jerusalem, something which happened in AD 70. Nothing in this world lasts forever. Yet our Bible passage finishes with these great words of encouragement from Jesus. Stand firm and you will win life. To win life, what a promise from Jesus. These words here are repeated by Jesus in probably the most famous verse in the Bible, John 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And as Ron um, brought to our attention, John chapter 4, verses 35, 36, one verse from there, I tell you, open your eyes and look at the fields. They are ripe for harvest. The promise of eternal life to those who will hear and respond to the word of Jesus. As I close, I wanted to read these words of the well-known hymn of the Scottish pastor Horatius Bonar, published in 1846. If we could have the next slide. I heard the voice of Jesus say, Come unto me and rest. Lay down, O weary one, lay down your head upon my breast. I came to Jesus as I was, weary and worn and sad. I found in him a resting place, and he has made me glad. I heard the voice of Jesus say, Behold, I freely give the living water, thirsty one, stoop down and drink and live. I came to Jesus, and I drank of that life-giving stream. My thirst was quenched, my soul revived, and now I live in him. I heard the voice of Jesus say, I am this dark world's light, 
look unto me, your morn shall rise and all your day be bright. I looked to Jesus and I found in him my star, my sun, and in that light of life I'll walk till travelling days are done. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Can we please stand for our act of remembrance? They shall grow not old, as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun and in the morning, we will remember them. We will remember them.
when, when you go home, tell them of us and say, for your tomorrow we gave our today. Amen.